All right, we do have breaking news. CNN has obtained a copy of the federal report evaluating the law enforcement response to the Uvalde school massacre. This report was shared with CNN by a family member of a Rob Elementary student. The full report is expected to be released later today. CNN Shimon Prokipes has been working this story from the beginning. And Shimon, I can see you looking through the report right now. What are you learning? Yeah, and John, and just to stress, we obtained this report from a family members uh, who were allowed to pick it up this morning uh, after their meeting last night with the attorney general here behind me. And so this morning, the Department of Justice gave them the opportunity to pick up their report, uh, and some of them are sharing the information uh, with us. And as you said, one of the critical things in this report is that it, it highlights the failures of the police officers leadership, the commanders of the different police departments that responded uh, that morning uh, in their, essentially in their lack of leadership in taking control of the scene, giving instructions to officers, treating this situation uh, like it was a barricaded situation, not an active shooter situations, situation, despite the fact that there were several indications that there were children inside the classroom, uh, that the gunman was still firing, they could hear the shots, and all of that should have made officers and the leadership on scene that day act, take charge, and go after the gunman and essentially kill him uh, and try and rescue the people inside. Uh, also, from what I've seen from this report, um, the Department of Justice really focuses on the victims here uh, and the trauma that the community has experienced because of the lack of accountability, the lack of transparency, um, the way that they were treated here by officials, the lack of care for some of the victims on the day uh, of the shooting and the way that they were treated and handled, and really just a top to bottom failure in every way by law enforcement on that day from their response to the way they treated the scene, the crime scene, uh, the way they treated victims, what they did after uh, the shooting ended, and also the communication here of the narrative that was initially put out by law enforcement, that this was some kind of heroic effort by officers who were uh, on scene and officers who responded, and just days later, really, from tough questioning uh, by reporters, that all unraveled. And essentially, what we learned was that officers stood by for some 77 minutes as the gunman was allowed to remain uh, inside that classroom. I can tell you, uh, John, from talking to family members, um, they want more accountability. They are waiting for a local the local district attorney here uh, to make a decision on criminal charges. They want criminal charges. It's unclear at this point if that's ever going to happen. Uh, and so now we wait for more news. We're going to hear from the attorney general uh, later today here uh, at a press conference. We'll hear from family members uh, again later on. But certainly uh, from what I've seen in this report, uh, there are serious issues with the response by law enforcement on that day, as I said, from top mm. to bottom. Uh, and it is a very um, damning report, certainly, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is something that the family members here have been waiting uh, for a very long time. And that is the most important part of this, because it is about the family members and it is about the victims and how they have been just mistreated uh, and given no answers uh, for now what is almost two years.
Shimon, I will never forget arriving there with you and you telling me the minute we got on the ground, something's not right here. Something is not right about what we're being told, what happened and how police responded. So it's so interesting to me now that you're telling me that this federal report goes into the response to the response because this is about the victims. This is about the families and how they've been treated after in many ways this horrible massacre. You say there's some accountability here. Does this federal report name names and give an outline for maybe who or what is to blame? Yeah, there is. They are naming names. They're uh, naming uh, the leadership that day, specifically uh, the school, uh, the former now school police chief, uh, Pete Arredondo, uh, who really, um, really was sort of the, they say, based on their investigation and really a lot of the investigation that we've done, uh, that he was in charge of the scene that day and that it was two other uh, law enforcement officials. You had the sheriff, uh, Nolasco, um, who was uh, in, he, there that day, and then also the active, Uval, the acting Uvalde uh, police chief, uh, Mariano Pargas. You know, all of these names, all of these individuals have been the subject of several reports that we here at CNN have done. In-depth analysis based on video we obtained, reports we obtained, all showing the lack of leadership, all showing uh, the fact that they failed to take any kind of action on that day, despite knowing, hearing uh, 911 calls, hearing that kids were inside uh, that classroom, hearing uh, from the uh, husband of a teacher who was inside telling them that uh, his wife was inside shot. So all of this sort of this report uh, takes everything that has been known, uh, some new information and puts it all together and really just paints uh, a ugly picture uh, of the response, uh, both that day, both after, mm -hmm. and even to this day of how this community has been treated. And the other thing, John, you know, I remember us, you and I standing outside that school the next morning. And remember we did that lengthy interview with that Texas Department of Public Safety official who was the spokesperson. Uh, and he came to the scene and he started just talking to the media uh, and offering all kinds of narratives of this heroic effort that the police were here and they were there to rescue people. Um, but days later, all of that started to, um, to unravel. And that was a big problem here uh, because the family members in the community were just not getting answers, um, true answers, accurate answers. Uh, and that is something that they are still living with here in the community. And it has caused, uh, caused a major mm -hmm. uh, distrust. It has caused major trauma uh, for this community. It didn't add up. It just didn't add up. Shimon Prokipes, stand by, if you will. Again, a lot of what we're seeing today is because of the questions you've been asking for so long, two years. With us now, CNN Law Enforcement Analyst Jonathan Wackrow. So, Jonathan, this is a federal report, the results of an investigation that's been going on for months and months and months here. A lot of what it finds is what we have come to know through reporting by Shimon and others here that the law enforcement response was inadequate in many ways, just wrong. So what happens now with this? 
Well, listen, we have to learn from it, right? And we have to you know, take what we, we saw on that day, what is being reported now, and hold people accountable, right? And I think that you know, what Shimon's point, uh, what he was trying to say here is that the, the re-victimization of this community happens again now, you know, because this report is out without the accountability and holding people accountable for their either actions or lack of actions on that day just continues um, you know, the, the pain and suffering for this community, right? What we see in this report is no different than what we saw in the moments of the police response in all of Shimon's remarkable reporting afterwards is that the, the there was a complete failure across the board, right? And so uh, that failure is the situational awareness, you know, from the moment that those first calls came in, realizing that this was an active shooter situation, not uh, a barricaded individual, right? That's you know failure number one. Communication, understanding the tactical control of responding officers and public safety officials to that site, maintaining uh, an incident command structure. There were so many failures on that day. And for 77 minutes, we watched as those failures compounded. And that's what this report outlines. You know, law enforcement has been taught for years hundreds of thousands of hours of training go into you know hostile intruder active shooter situation and what needs to be done this is now a basic tenant of modern day policing policing and what we saw was the exact contrast to that we saw the, those widely adopted you know tactics around hostile intruder active shooter essentially ignored and in that that needs accountability. Those people who are making those decisions need to be held accountable for the 77 minutes of lack of action and the deaths that occurred because of that. I don't want to oversimplify it, but what has become the way that law enforcement has been taught to deal with active shooters is basically you can't wait. You can't wait to go in. No. And, and what happened in Uvalde was the opposite of that? John, the number one priority that every rookie police officer learns in the academy, and it's you know uh, it reinforced through on-the-job training throughout their entire career. Number one priority in an active shooter situation is stop the killing in progress at all costs. Aggressive action by law enforcement is critical. You need to draw the gunfire away from innocent victims. Remember, law enforcement is going in with equipment, with tactics, with training, with knowledge of how to suppress that threat those innocent victims have nothing you are the savior if you're that that police officer you have a moral and ethical responsibility to go in and at least draw the fire away and try to suppress that threat as quickly as possible that you know force of action by law enforcement is critical to resolving this situation when you don't this is what you get for 77 minutes